This podcast is sponsored by Capital Blue Cross. For more than 80 years, Capital Blue Cross has offered products and services that provide peace of mind and promote good health. For every age and stage of life, Capital Blue Cross is here for you. For more information, go to CapitalBlueCross.com. One in three women report being in an abusive relationship. So if you are one of those women, how can you leave an abusive relationship? We're chirping about it. And, and this, this is, is Chick, Chick to Chick. Chick. Okay, so let's go back to that statistic that we talked about, that one in three women report being in some sort of an abusive relationship. And the abuse can be mental, it can be emotional, it can be physical, and there's also something called financial abuse. And mm -hmm. one in three women find themselves in this situation. Which is alarming, alarming, one in three women. So we found one of those one in three women, and she really has a remarkable story because she is someone that if you're in that space right now, she can tell you where she was, how she got out, and how she's thriving today. So joining us is Shannon Claire. Shannon, thank you so much for being with us today. I can't imagine that the story gets any easier to tell, but we appreciate you being here because we know you're going to help so many women. Absolutely. It's always difficult to talk about, but I truly believe that if even one woman hears my story and is able to get herself out and get help, it is worth it. All right. So let's go back to the beginning. You said that you were in an abusive marriage. Can you tell us what happened? Yeah. So I got married right out of high school. Um, I was 18 years old. Uh, I had a baby and got married and immediately it was emotionally abusive, which I did not realize. In fact, it was abusive from the start, but I didn't know what emotional abuse was. It just wasn't something that was really talked about. I stayed in the marriage for almost 15 years. We had three children together. And um, it was about year 12 where I finally understood like this is abuse and this isn't okay. Because for all of those years prior, I just thought, He's just an angry person. I thought marriage was supposed to be hard because that's the message we hear over and over. Marriage is hard. The grass is always greener on the other side, you know, or the grass isn't greener on the other side. The grass is greener where you water it. And so through all of this messaging that I was inundated with, I didn't know any different. I want you to tell us what was the emotional abuse. I, I, I knew, geez. I knew you were going to say close, that. But I didn't know it was going <laughs> to funnel into your head. But this is what happens with us. Yeah, because the emotional component is like that invisible illness, mm -hmm. right? Because mm -hmm. you can see if it's abusive from, you know, someone yelling at you or physically, you know, hurting you. But that I think that emotional abuse. You can't see has it. got to be the most difficult. It's almost like an indoctrination. So, so what was that like? Yeah. So like I said, he was just, it felt like he was angry all the time. I felt like I was constantly being cut down. Nothing I ever did was right. Um, all my dreams and ambitions were foolish in his eyes. You know, I've always been an entrepreneur and he hated that. He made it as difficult as possible for me to run my business. Um, towards the end, of course, the abuse got worse and worse and worse over the years. And especially once he realized I was done that last year of marriage was very, very scary. And I was not in an emotionally great place myself. Um, and so it was, you know, just a constant belittling and putting me down in public, putting me down in front of other people. Um, there was no nurturing. I never felt loved. I never felt cherished. 
And it was at the point where I was questioning myself, like, am I really this awful person? Um, there was a lot of blowups. And what made me realize that this was actually abuse is it followed a very clear cycle. There is a cycle of abuse where there will be a big explosion, whether that's an argument, whether that is a woman being hit, um, whatever that looks like, that is usually followed by a honeymoon period where the abusive person, I'm sorry, I'm going to change. I'm going to do things differently. You buy into it over and over and over again. And then very slowly, it trickles back around tension builds, and there's another explosion. Through the years, that cycle got shorter and shorter and shorter to the point where it felt like it was just, it was always tension and always explosions. Mm. And so that's when I recognized like, this is abuse. This is not just an unhappy marriage. This is not normal marital arguments, which everybody has, right? We all have disagreements with our partners, but this was in fact a pretty black and white abuse. So did you have a support? Sorry to step no, on you. No, maybe, maybe you're going to, maybe no, I'm going to no, say what you were going to no, say. No, go ahead. <laughs> <clears throat> but did you have any sort of support system? Because, you know, from my understanding with that emotional abuse and other abuse comes being sheltered away from the people who are closest to you for them to really understand what's going on. How did you, how did you manage to get out? Did you have a support system in place? So yes and no. I found that I actually tried to shelter my family from what was really going on because I didn't want them to judge my husband um, in a weird twist away. Like I was trying to protect him and his image. Um, and so they knew they could see, it was very obvious how he treated me. Um, my close friends knew, but they all live two hours away from where I, from where I am. And so I had support network of friends and I had, you know, my business support network that I had built up over the years. It was almost as if I had two lives. I had my life inside my home and then I had my life outside my home. Mm -hmm. um, and so when the time came to leave, I had some people that were able to help me find a temporary place to stay. Um, I had another friend who then opened up her home to me. And before I left the final time, I'd actually left two times before. And um, the first time, you know, my kids and I, we stayed with my father, moved two hours away, only lasted a couple months and I came back. The following year, I left again for about three months and a good friend of mine allowed me and my children to stay in her home. And the final time then was like the last time I had help. <laughs> and I ended up you know, staying with other people for a couple of months. And then I was able to rent a place of my own, which was a monumental undertaking. When I left, I left with nothing. I had no money, no support from him, no possessions from my home. I literally started my life over in 2017. So I have two questions for you now. First of all, why did you go back those two times is my first question. And my second question is, what was the tipping point and where did you finally get the courage to walk away and say, I'm done? I know I have three kids. I know we've been married for more than 10 years, but where did you get that courage? Yeah, so I went back because I thought things were going to be better. Mm. Um, I thought, you know, all right, this time he's going to get it. This time it's different. I'm listening, you know, all the words he's saying, of course, um, I'm changed. I'm going to be better. Like we can do this, you know, and truly I wanted my marriage to work. I wanted to stay in it. I was fully committed. And so the statistic is women usually leave 
seven times before they leave for the final time. Seven. They leave and go back. They leave and go back. And it's all part of the psychological conditioning that happens in an abusive relationship. And so um, this is the entire marriage. It is important to note we were in counseling off and on. And we would go to counselor after counselor who would eventually stop rescheduling us for visits. And what I have learned in my own research um, is that you really can't go to couples counseling if you're in an abusive relationship. Um, It just doesn't work. You need individual counseling. Um, Each of you needs individual counseling. If there's any hope for reconciliation or for making it work. And I'm not an expert in that area. So I can't say, can an abusive person change? I don't know. In my experience, no. Is it possible? Maybe. The last year, we were in intensive counseling with the church we were attending. And I think they tried to do their best, but they basically counseled me to stay. Mm -hmm. And it became... That last year was hell. It was it was pure hell in my life. You left. I left. Where did you get that courage to leave? Um, It came down to I no longer felt safe, Mm -hmm. and my daughter at the time, trying to remember, she was five or six, but she started displaying symptoms of a child who was witnessing abuse, and so she was starting to get belly aches when she would hear mommy and daddy talking. She said to me in the car before. Mommy, I don't understand why daddy doesn't love you if he married you. Mm. Uh, Mommy, I don't like it when daddy talks to you that way. Mm. And I realized I am setting the example for her of what a relationship looks like. I'm setting the example for my boys of how a man treats a woman in a relationship. And I knew I had to get out. And I knew no matter what, that it had to happen. I was also to the point, if I'm going to be completely open and vulnerable, um, I was suicidal. And it was not just, you know, a light, easy thing. Like I no longer wanted to live because I felt so trapped Um, between the church telling me I shouldn't leave between my husband. You know, he at the time was just desperate to get me to stay. And so I was so confused and so hurting that I was like, I just I can't do this anymore. And once it got to that point and I was able to have some clarity and just enough courage to leave that's when I made a run for it. It's an amazing story mm. that you have, especially how much time you put into it. Yep. So as we wrap this up, we want to leave people who are listening with hope because you do have a beautiful life now and things have worked out for you. So just, can you just briefly touch on that for us? Absolutely. So when I left, you know, one of the things he always said is your business will never survive without me. My business exploded. I was able to fully support myself and my three children on my business income alone. Um, I met an incredible man unexpectedly and he loves me. He cherishes me. Now I see the difference in what a healthy relationship looks like versus abusive. Because like I said before, I just didn't know. We have a beautiful baby boy. We're raising him in a healthy environment. The other kids get to see what a healthy relationship looks like. And don't get me wrong, because I share children with my ex-husband, I still have to deal with him. Mm -hmm. The abuse doesn't stop just because you leave. But what I will say is you don't have to live in it every day. Mm -hmm. So no matter what I face now, in dealing with him. I have support of a man who loves me. I have the knowledge knowing that I have overcome so much worse. And so those hateful texts and the difficulty of co-parenting are a breeze mm-hmm. compared to what I've already faced. Okay. Shannon, what a fantastic story. 
Um, thank you for being open and honest and sharing everything yeah. with us. And we're so pleased to hear that you turned your life around. We're just so happy for yeah. you. And thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Thanks for having me. Thank you. I heard something so important in her message. I heard lots of important things. But what was the what one that she stuck with you? Did, uh, what the one thing that stuck with me is that she found the courage to leave because it was about her kids. I think it was a, yeah. about her kids. <clears throat> her and, daughter's voice yes. saying the things yep. that she was hearing and how she was feeling. And you know what? I think a lot of women, that's where they do draw upon their courage. Yeah. They look I, at their babies and they want out. Shocking to hear, too, that women go back sometimes seven times the average woman. So, ladies, if you are in this particular situation, if you find yourself in an abusive set situation, find the courage. You can leave. You can get out. And, and Shannon's message was so important and so powerful. Absolutely. We thank you so much for listening or watching today. We hope you're back whenever we chirp about another topic. Thank you.